Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Oh, mama! Wow, mama, you're the bird lady. Put the ponies in the barn. You got it. Track of all gone. And... Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Yes! That's it. There's your open. Leave me alone. That's it. Forever. Oh, that's great. Good morning, everybody. Hour two on a Tuesday, August 30. Uh, uh, Toby and TJ back with you. Apparently Bronx up at the studio early this morning, too. Uh, when <laughs> did he cut all that stuff? Uh, that was, uh, it looks like, from about six years ago. So he was about four, five or six, yeah. Oh, mama. <laughs> you, you was a big lady. You was a big lady. <laughs> I don't think that's your line. I don't know. You, <laughs> you, gotta, no, I don't. you gotta quit letting the kid play with the recording equipment when he's up there. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Four days to kick off. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. We got a big week, folks. Uh Joe C Day coming up on Friday. Hopefully you have made plans already to join us at Neighborhood Jam Friday morning on the show, six to nine AM. Sooner Athletic Director Joe Castiglione will join me for all three hours. Live at Neighborhood Jam, come have breakfast with us, listen to the show, watch the show. If you can't, then make sure you tune in on Friday. He will be taking questions. Uh, We're going to be talking about the new football season and all kinds of things. Maybe we can uh, get the uh, official timeline for when OU is going to the SEC on Friday, TJ. Maybe he'll break that news on our show. We shall see. Uh, But... Feel free to text in questions, call in, whatever you want to do on Friday. Text is probably the best thing, uh, the text line. But that's a big day, Friday. Tomorrow I'll be at Brown O'Haver. I haven't been there in a long time. Go to go see uh, John and Alice over at uh, Brown O'Haver tomorrow morning. Excited about that as well. Thursday night we've got the big red rally coming up this week, 8.30 at Owen Field. They're having it late so that it will be dark, Tej, so that we can see the new lights. I think we're going to have some fun with the new lights on Thursday night and uh, play the intro video for the first time for everybody that rolls out. Now, uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, go question ahead. yesterday that I got, and I, I don't think we ever answered it. I never got a chance to ask you. This Thursday night uh, rally, is that students only, or, or no. is anybody available to go to that? Uh, let me read it again here. and I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's open to everybody. Because I, I, uh, I got some people asking yesterday because they thought it was just for students, and I said, well, let me ask him, and I, I, we never got a chance to ask red. about it yesterday. Okay, here we go. This is a press release that was put out to the public. Um, for the first time since 2009, OU Athletics will host the Big Red Rally, a football season kickoff event for OU students, slated for Thursday, September 1st. All right, it looks like it's for students then. Uh, somebody out there, if that's not yeah, correct, yeah, if it's open to the us, public, please. let us know. Because mm-hmm, I've had a couple of people ask me, and I, I honestly wasn't sure with it worded that way. This press release says it's for OU, but let me know 
It's a free rally. Um, if the public is allowed to attend, let us know. All right, please, out there. Thank you very much. Good question. You want to start with the depth chart or captains, Teach? Uh, how about captains? Okay. So we got word of captains for game one yesterday. They are Dylan Gabriel, Deshaun White, David Aguebu, Braden Willis, and Justin Broyles. Now, Brent clarified on his show last night that that is for game one. Right. Week one they, captains, yeah. Week one captains. They will have new captains named every week for the first eight weeks or so. Now, he didn't say that they will all be new every week and that it will be a new four or five every week. There could be some uh, duplicates in there, maybe Dylan Gabriel's. I don't know. But he said these are the captains for the UTEP game. And then with a month to go or so for the stretch drive, they will name their permanent team captains. Mm -hmm. And those guys will be the captains the rest of the way. They will also be fitted for crimson jackets. Crimson jackets. So that when they travel, the captains will have the special crimson captain jackets. (laughs) That sounds like a superhero outfit. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is a superhero outfit, I guess. What do you think about the new captain policy? Um... I don't mind it because as you develop into a year, there are guys that will step up into a leadership role that maybe you didn't anticipate. And maybe you say, well, then that gives them the opportunity the next year. But the way this sport goes now, and depending on what year of eligibility they are, they could be making the jump. They they, they may not have, have that opportunity. Something could happen in the portal, whatever. So it may give that person the opportunity like, hey, um, you know, Ethan Downs, whoever it may be, has really stepped up and become a, a, a leader and yeah. uh, deserves captain for this week. So, uh, kind of a cool thing. It's kind of it's unusual, obviously, but um, it does give that opportunity and kind of that motivation there for for guys that say, hey, I'm going to earn this. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get that crimson jacket. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have always, or at least for a long time, just had – Captains. So far as I know, somebody out there who's uh, been around longer than me can say uh, we used to do it this way. Well, I don't remember that. I just remember before the season starts, they name four or five captains, and those are the captains. But here's what you could potentially run into when you do it that way, TJ. When you just name captains at the beginning of the year, let's say one of the captains is your starting quarterback. And through poor performance, he is benched in the middle of the Texas game. Theoretically, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, hypothetically, yeah. This could never actually happen. Then for the rest of the year, your backup, perhaps sulking quarterback, is now one of the captains of your team. That would be awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, feel like last year for the Alamo Bowl, didn't we? weren't we down to like two captains? Because um, the rest of them had either... 
transferred or left early. That's probably or, the case, yeah. It's probably true. So this removes that <laughs> as a hypothetical right. possibility for a team, you know? <laughs> I do, I mean, listen, you cannot accuse Brent of not having thought through everything. Did they I do mean, this at Clemson? Do you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was wondering, I was wondering that, that when, he was, when he announced that, so I was wondering if that was something they had done. Uh, I mean, he's got a name for every day. He's thought through how all the captain things. Are I don't know work. how they're he, uh, uh, he keeps it all straight. Like, where does he? He's got a Rolodex in his head that he keeps all this filed away in. I don't know where he does it. Yeah, I think while he practices remembering it all while he's doing steps at Owen Field, I think that's what he. Uh, <laughs> But I do like the idea of the captains getting fitted for uh, the Crimson Captain jackets. I hope those come with a crest on it that says captain, right? On the pocket right there on <laughs> the big, chest. big shield on the back. <laughs> sh- <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. So the captains for game one. I'll tell you what, uh, the one that popped out at me is Aguebu. Uh, not surprised. We we tried to guess who the captains were going to be. I don't think we said David Aguebu, did we? We did, and I I had said three of the five instead of Aguebu or Broyles. I think I had uh, Michael Turk, and then and or um, you know Turk. Stoops and or Mills. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, good on him. And we did. Brent did talk about Aguebu quite a bit last night on the show. And how he has, you know, been plugged in, got his head on straight, reshaped his body, and just been so impressive. I mean, he's listed as a starter at a very important position on this team. Where the last couple of years, it's been hit or miss. We all got really excited about him a couple of years ago. Remember the one-handed interception he made against Oklahoma State? and He's just so big and... everybody in the world predicted he would lead the team in tackles and be a game changer. And then he just kind of was in and out of the lineup and we didn't see him a ton. And sometimes we, you know, he hasn't been a huge difference maker and you wondered, well, maybe he just doesn't have it. And now you bring in the toughest linebacker coach in the country and he has appointed him a starter and a captain and just raving about him. Good on him. Good on Dave. I'm uh, I'm I'm happy that. Well, I'm happy for him, but I'm also I mean you're looking at two starting linebackers now, that one is six four two fifty and the other six four two forty. Those are Stutzman and Aguebu are big dudes, man, and that's your Mike and your Will. Yeah, he uh, the picture they put out yesterday. It's just amazing. Like they're all football players, and how he just towers over them. Like he's looking down on him, so it's a big guy. He's a big guy. I uh, I said this on the show last night. I would have loved to have seen Brent on day one, right when he's taking the job and he's meeting with his new team, and he's like, "All right, show me, show me what I got at linebacker." And David Aguebu walks in, You're like, "Uh, okay." Little six four two. Just walked Let's get in the, the clay room. out. It's time to mold this guy. Let's get the clay out. <laughs> oh, he's impress- He's one of the first, you know, he's on the first te- guy off the bus team. Him and Braden Willis are definitely leading the team off the bus wherever they stop. So 
uh, good on him. And it'll be intriguing as the year goes along to see who the weekly captains are and who eventually becomes the permanent captains and uh, all that kind of stuff. All right, uh, 7.15, let's squeeze in a break. When we come back, let's talk depth chart. The first depth chart of the season is out. Thoughts as well. You can tag Comfort Solutions text line. Anybody surprise you out there? 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Home of the $8.99 listing fee. Great customer service. Same you'll get from any other uh, realtor out there. But thousands of dollars in your pocket rather than that realtor's pocket. Keep it. It's your money. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Bob was definitely abusive to the media. Oh, uh, that, was, that came in under Toby's phone number. It looks like he takes his <laughs> own show. It. That's not true. <laughs> he, he, his relationship with the media and his approach to the weekly press conferences and everything changed dramatically throughout his 20 years or whatever it was, 16 years or whatever. And this is something we've talked about before. Uh, he went from dreading those press conferences and all pretty much media situations to looking forward to them and embracing them by the end of his tenure there. So he softened. How does this altitude affect you here? What do you want us to do? (laughs) You got a good idea? Uh, Just saw the hype video for USC. It's called an axis move. Hashtag boomer. He's been getting hammered over that video. Not even from OU fans yesterday. I saw a lot of people getting on to him about your, your... put together a hype video that included three Oklahoma players. And I understand the angle for him. Weak sauce. Uh, but <laughs> you've got Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray front and center as what you're building at USC, which Do you weird. think the weird. OU intro video or seed setter or anything will include Clemson highlights? No, not at all. Yeah. I don't think it Seems will. Seems silly, doesn't it's, it? It's, it? It's very silly. Yeah. Like if he I mean, maybe a, a, a shot of him coaching at Clemson, I, but that's it, right? I'm not going to not going to be showing highlights of his great linebackers. No. And saying, no. you know. It's different if he's in a press conference situation or a scrum or whatever and somebody asks him about his development of players and stuff and then he answers it and says, "Hey, I, you know, developed back-to-back, you know, number 1 overall picks and Heisman trophy winners and you know, you yeah. got Jalen Hurts doing this with Philadelphia. I mean, if you want to answer a question that way, then that's fine. But it was just awkward, like right in the middle of all this USC stuff, and then boom, there's Baker and Kyler and Jalen Hurts. So it is a, it was strange. Um, when listening to BV, you can tell he's just a better recruiter than Lincoln Riley. Okay. I could see what they're meaning there. Um, I'm guessing... In that living room, um, BV will inspire you and uh, move you in a way that Lincoln Riley probably didn't. So, 
Uh, this one's on me. Will the morning show from yesterday be posted on the podcast feed? Also, will last night's show be on the Sooner Sports podcast feed? The show from yesterday, my fault. I forgot what? to record a good portion of the show. And then I don't know what I did saving one of the other hours. I could not find it yesterday. So completely on me. The today's will be up Are there you and back? much better. Much better. Is your brain still in Orlando? No, or are you back? I, are I, you in on this thing or not? I are missed, you on our team or I not? I missed the first hour. My fault. And then the second hour I saved and I cannot find it. I don't know what I don't know. I looked in other files. I looked under you know, maybe I saved it this way, and I could not find I it. I so. wish I had a working dongle right now because <laughs> I would be playing it's TJ's fault like crazy right now. It was my fault. Like, I'm fully admitting that. So, yeah. By the way, thanks to all of you who uh, shared your concerns yesterday for uh, the dongle situation. I should have two new ones arriving today. So. Uh, Hopefully on tomorrow's show. Can we call it? I'll be back can, to normal. Can the that's that what it's those, called. I know. Okay? I know that. That's what I was about to say. Can the people that make Jeez. dongles please start calling it something else? Uh, it's not comfortable, but I just <laughs> that's what it is. All right. So are we recording today's, today's show? Today's worked perfectly. Yes. Yeah. That's Jimmy completely Christmas. TJ's fault yesterday. Uh, what about your uh, coaches' shows and Brett's, uh, Brett's, Brent's uh, press conferences, are they going yeah. to end up on the podcast, they're asking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we did our first uh, game plan podcast yesterday. Me and Chris went over and used the president's new studio. That's all that uh, picture. That was pretty fancy. At Gaylord. It is awesome, man. It, it is very sweet. It's like I don't want to break anything while I'm in here. And uh, so we recorded it. We did like 33 minutes of podcast. It was award-winning stuff. And then I listened to it last night, and I don't think we had our mics turned on. I think it was like just picking up, like the computer was picking up the ambient sound. (laughs) Somehow it wasn't plugged in correctly. First time using the studio. So it sounds like somebody put a computer across the room and it's just, you know, it's recording us. And it's not Chris's fault. I know Chris is going to hear this and. He's upset with himself, I'm sure. Come we'll on, are you two out. not in the game? What's going on here? It's not. It was. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to using his. The the, the it's a fishbowl situation though because there are glass walls all around it, so all the students that are in there working on projects and professors and everything can see you the whole time that you're doing it, which is a little uncomfortable but fun too. So anyway, we'll try to get it right next week. Uh, this person's asking your preference on a couple of uh, barbecue places, one being where you host a coach's show, so I'm not going to ask you that question and make Rudy's you choose. Rudy's Country so. Store and Barbecue? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're asking you to choose like, between. Like, which one I like more? Yeah, they're asking you to choose between a couple of uh, uh, barbecue places, so. Man, I can't do that. Yeah, I, won't I can't put you do in that. that position. Yeah. I, I probably eat at all of them, so the answer is all of them, unless they got Texas in the title. Is UTEP's favorite offensive play the run or El Paso? Ha, <laughs> Is that our dad joke of the day? <laughs> I didn't say dad joke, but it falls in that category. Oh, uh, let's see here. I was heartbroken to hear the coach goes with medium well on his beef tips. <laughs> I knew that would get some people. Uh, was all it- of you, all of you, the only way to eat steak is rare, crowd. That was a blow. <laughs> that was a blow. Uh, this person wanting to know if it was actual longhorn beef, uh, ground longhorn beef. I, I don't remember for sure, but. 
don't know. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> USC football Twitter account. We will be building a new and improved Baker Mayfield Heisen statue outside the Coliseum since he's the foundation of our entire program and Coach Riley's career. Fight on. <laughs> hey, you know who I talked to uh, quite a bit, actually, yesterday? Clark Stroud? Desmond Howard. Really? Uh, yeah. I uh, Des and I text, uh, you know, periodically throughout the season. Um, and... I reached out to him yesterday to ask him if he'd come on the show this week since he made these crazy picks, you know, on Saturday. And he might. We'll see if it works out. He's got to be – he's doing the Pitt-West Virginia game Thursday night, so we'll see if it works out. But I said – he's like, why do you want me this week? You know, he's not – game day's not at OU. And and, uh, I said, because you made some crazy picks on Saturday, dude. Everybody's talking about you. And – he said, ha, somebody got to have some bleep and think outside the box. <laughs> I agree with that, but, you know, if that box is like. <laughs> Not all four picks have to be outside the box, <laughs> no, Des. Pittsburgh doesn't, doesn't even need to be a side of the box. So Yeah. Hopefully he'll come on and we can bust his chops about it because he's got a good I thought maybe you reached out and saw that he was the face of Cheez-Its this year and was requesting free boxes of Cheez-Its or something. <laughs> well, that will definitely be a, <laughs> a request at some point. But I was trying to get him to come on. He might. He'll come on at some point. But whether we get him on this week or not, I don't know. But hopefully he'll come on and we can bust his chops about that ridiculous Final Four that he posted. Uh, this person, All right, what else you got? This person would like us to know Saltgrass has a good steak. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. There you go. I can go to Saltgrass. <laughs> uh, is anyone else trying to skip work this week to get to Saturday? Apparently me. I was <laughs> yeah, TJ. Uh, why not? It's dead and then you eat it. Pretty good punishment. And that goes back okay. to the Longhorn stuff. Yeah. Morning, buddy. Thank Carter. <laughs> Carter, by the way, I did see your question for Brent Venables last night. Very clever by you. I did not ask it, but go ahead. What does Carter say? Happy Tanoga Tuesday. I love Rudy's coaches shows. Do you think? Do you think you'll do? Do you think you'll do a segment where you ask Brent to guess an old play from years past? I think that would be great. I can't wait to see you and Mister C on Friday. Have a good day. Oh no. <laughs> no. No, we will not. Carter, it's not open to the public Friday. Here's what I want to do, though, uh, for a special for Brent's show, and we'll see. Teddy's up for it if Brent is. I want to have those two guys kind of have a chalkboard uh, segment for us where they take a play from the previous Saturday and break down, you know, why it worked or why it didn't work or whatever the case may be. Uh, Telestration, if that's something we can pull off, but. we don't, you know, back in the old day, we, we, they, they would do these coaches' shows and there'd be no studio audience and they'd actually be in a classroom and they'd get up on the board and draw yeah. things out. Right. You know, that's not how we, we, we can't do that, but we could do better, actually, with video. And so I'd love to have kind of a just a chalkboard session with Brent and Butkus or something like that um, <laughs> if he's up for it. The Brent and Butkus chalkboard. So Carter's question last night. You know, I put the thing out. Hey, if you got a question yeah. for Brent, tweet me. We'll ask a few on the show tonight. Carter's question was, <laughs> can you tell us more about Soul Mission? And I know, Carter, that was tongue-in-cheek, and I'm on to you. 
You didn't get your question asked last night, so. You could have asked that question. Well, I know I could have asked that question, but I he I think he was being facetious. I got you. Um, yes, we've discussed that. We've discussed that. N- no clips from last night. Is this due to ESPN Plus? Due to no, Kobe's it's due to dongle. my dongle not working. <laughs> Dongle's not working. He's got to get a pill. And TJ doesn't care enough to get clips from the show the night before, so we got no clips. I don't I don't have clips from the night before. I don't have it recorded. So I mean I guess I go download it off the site, but Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. We in the future hopefully we'll have some clips for you. Sure we're allowed to do that. I'm sure Tyler I'm sure Tyler Yeah, well of course we are. I'm sure Tyler will have clips this afternoon on his show, so be listening for that. Uh last one we got here for now. Rip Chippy. Must have just must have just passed again. Oh, did Chippy die in that last commercial break again? I guess so. You think there are shirts already made that say Mental Monday to Noga Tuesday? I can't remember Wednesday. I've already forgotten. You can Garland find them at the uh, KREF.com store. Just go to KREF.com, look at the store, and uh, <laughs> each sure, day wear the shirt. Those will be up pretty soon, yeah. I actually like that idea. Every day, just wear the shirt of whatever. You know what? I gotta go. I gotta go find that audio. Make sure uh, 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 work week easy for your dress. Yeah, I'm going to ESPN Plus right now. I'm gonna go to an archive. I'm gonna watch last night's show, and uh, ho- I don't know if I can get this by the next commercial break, but I'm gonna try to get all six days of the week. I, as far as I remember, Sunday did not have a name, but I could be wrong about that. I believe that's called the Sabbath. Sunday is what that is. <laughs> But I don't remember if Brent signed that. I'll try to figure out what all of them are. I only remember Mental Monday and Tanoga Tuesday. All right, 7.33. We're talking depth chart next. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, I got it. I got the uh, days of the week, Teach. It is uh, Mental Monday. Tanoga Tuesday, which, as we mentioned in the first hour, is takeaways, not giveaways. Um, working Man Wednesday. That's what it was. I was thinking of a horse or something. Working horse or I couldn't remember on Wednesday. <laughs> Work team, horse Wednesday. Team Thursday. Which I like Thirsty Thursday better, but he went with Team Thursday. All right. Fo- Focus Friday. And successful Saturday. There you go. Those are your. Then, then you rest on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So those uh, t shirts will be available in the K Ref store <laughs> by 6 o'clock this evening. Uh, 10, 10 a.m. this morning. We'll I would something. totally wear a Tanoga Tuesday t shirt. I would totally wear that. I, I, that's the coolest of the days for sure. Tanoga Tuesday. Well, you would get questions about it for sure. He just blew by it, too, like we should all know what it means. <laughs> he didn't explain it at the time. That's why I went back. Well, and in the beginning, the Team 128, I'm like, what? Oh, okay, I got you. I'm with you. But, um, yeah, he's got a lot of things that you can kind of pause and be like, what does that mean? Right, right. Okay, so we got a depth chart yesterday. Now, on the show, TJ, we tried to guess what it would be, and we did pretty good. We did pretty good. We missed a few, but not mm-hmm. much. Not much. The, the Jaden Davis, I don't think we said. Yep. 
Um, Had DJ Graham at that other starting corner yesterday. And the it's Redmond Jayden. thing, the or, I think it's just, I just think he's, you know, had his concussion and, and just kind of beat up. So I think uh-huh. that's just a, a health situation there probably with how that's listed. That's my offensive guess anyway. line, we, we nailed the offensive line. Uh, I think uh, I had Stoops instead of Farouk at one of the wideouts maybe. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be it, though. Nail the linebackers, nail the cheetah, uh, D line. <laughs> uh, so, what? Anything that you saw that caught your eye with the depth chart yesterday? No, mainly that that situation at cornerback. But other than that, I think it was pretty much what uh, you had said, and uh, you'd kind of seen some people say. So, um, and, and the the receiver situation. Several of those guys are going to have multiple opportunities. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, the Jaden Davis with DJ Graham listed behind Woody Washington is the main thing that jumped out at me. And CJ Colden being so far down, I think he was listed uh, third or fourth. And we had heard a lot about him. So I thought he would be a little higher on the depth chart a little bit. So, other than you that, know, Br- no. Brent was very surprising to me forthcoming about injuries last night on the show about guys that had missed time and been dinged up and had hamstrings or groins or different things that they have been battling or still battling or whatever shocking because that's not something we've been used to the last few years and quite frankly i didn't think brent would share that information either but um you know, he had he had mentioned several of the guys have been kind of battling this or that, or that's why you might see him right now at second or third string, where by Saturday or next week or whatever they could be much higher on the depth chart. Um, uh, you know, just kind of going around it on offense. I guess the the notable thing is that Davis Bevel uh, Davis Bevel is listed as the backup. The uh, pit transfer will be Dylan Gabriel's backup going into. Saturday, Eric Gray listed as the starter at running back, but I wouldn't read too much into that. I mean, I think he's the vet. He's the trustworthy guy, and he's really good. I I, I uh, am eager to see Eric in this new running scheme. I think it's getting better. I, you know, what do I know? I think Gabe specifically thinks it's going to fit Eric Gray's running style better. The zone running more than the GT counters and all those patient plays that Kennedy Brooks was so good at. The GT counter was perfect for Kennedy Brooks' running style. Uh, Eric Gray's got more suddenness to him. That's not how he you know, is necessarily made. And I think this zone run scheme is going to be more up his alley. But he's a vet, he's a senior, he's a better pass catcher than Major. I think that's why he's listed at the starter. But we're going to see a whole lot of Marcus Major. He did. Brent did say last night, not only did uh, Javante Barnes has been battling a little bit of uh, injury in the fall, he said, I think you'll probably see more of Barnes than Sawchuck this year, which is I thought was an interesting thing for him to say. Um. Braden Willis, Daniel Parker, tight end, no surprise. Offensive line, uh, Harrison, Matawyer, Rame, Murray, Morris, no surprise. Though I do see, only in these first couple of Guyton and Bird and the Jakes, and maybe Conjol as well, rotate in there. 
And the wideouts, they're just deep, deep, deep. You know, he's got Theo, Mims, and Farouk listed as starters, but mm-hmm. you're going to see a ton of Jaden Gibson. You're going to see a ton of Drake and LV Bunkley Shelton and Gavin Freeman and J.J. Hester. Nick Anderson's another guy that he said is dinged up right now, so I don't know if we're going to see him or not. But, I mean, they're just crazy deep at the pass catchers. Five or six. You're, you're, yeah, that's why running back and wide receiver, list it however you want because – a lot of that's going to be flow of the game and who's getting it done at the time, and they're, they'll keep going back to that individual. So it may be Drake Stoops one week. It may be uh, L.V. Buckley Shelton uh, another week. Those guys will all have their opportunity. Um, Caleb Kelly was on with us in the huddle last night. He said Jaleel Farouk is the guy in practice that just has jumped out at him, and he thinks he's going to have a huge year. Uh, defensive side, Grimes and Downs, the defensive ends. I think we will see a considerable amount of stripling as well. Our Mason Thomas. Our Mason Thomas. You got a lot yeah. of talk yesterday from a lot of different people, so yeah. One of the viewer questions last night was, give me a freshman on each side of the ball that has impressed you. He said, Jaden Gibson on offense and R. Mason Thomas on defense. D-line, you've got a couple of tackles. you got J- Jordan Kelly and Jalen Redman at one, Jeffrey Johnson and Isaiah Coe at the other. Um, the cross of the defensive line, though, is another thing that jumped out. I mean, you're, I, I think you're talking three, four guys deep across that front of guys we're going to see, which is good. Linebackers a little more thin. Aguebu and Stutzman. Um, and then you got Deshaun White at the Cheetah, and... The cheat is going to be exactly what we said yesterday, Teach, which is in a more run-heavy package, Deshaun White will be the cheetah. And in a more nickel-type 5DB package, I think you're going to see Justin Harrington at the cheetah. I don't have a real clear uh, – this is this – is I need to uh, go to the Teddy Lehman classroom before Saturday. I don't have a real clear – uh, picture in my head as to what is the difference between a cheetah and a nickel. You know, why is it not just called a nickel? Is it the same thing? He's just calling it something different? Or is this guy actually doing something different than a normal nickel would do? Obviously, Deshaun White is not a normal nickel back body type. But um, I think you're going to see a lot of mostly Aguebu, Stutzman, and White and then, you know, the depth behind them, Shane Witter can fly, and he's going to play. But Jaron Kanick and is a youngster, and Jake McCoy has not played a lot of football, so not as much depth there at linebacker. And the defensive backfield, Woody at one corner, no surprise. Jaden Davis at the other. How about Kendall Dennis being his backup? There's a guy whose name I'm not sure we've said I, all fall. I was about to say, I don't know that I've heard anyone even say the name, and I don't think last week when we were talking about some of that and and – I don't think we even – maybe we mentioned his name, but I don't think we did. Yeah. Bowman, Lawrence, and Broyles at the safeties. Answer me this. Why does Justin Broyles anger everybody so much? That was the one thing I took yesterday from kind of listening to Sooner fans and watching on Twitter and stuff, their reaction to the depth chart. There are a whole lot of people who do not like Justin Broyles. And to my amateur eye, he played some really good football last year. 
he seems to be the name that, for whatever reason, I can't tell you what that is, and I haven't discussed it with anyone, but, um, like, I didn't see discussed yesterday on Twitter, but that was the name that people, especially with Captain, they're like, Justin Broyles, huh? So, maybe that's just the guy that they've selected to take jabs at, that he's not as good as what uh, people want to make he's, him out to be or something. There, there must be, you know, obviously it's for a reason. I'm sure there that he has missed some tackles or been burnt deep or whatever the case may be that got feeling this way. But not going back and studying the tape and know how he scored out on everything, I suggested Broyles' name a whole lot last year. He was in the middle of a whole bunch of stuff. You just don't and, remember and if that was good or bad, though, maybe? No, good, good. No, I remember it was good. I know he, even back to when he was being recruited, he was a a leader in that recruiting class as far as trying to wrangle other guys and everything. He's always been, since the day he stepped on campus, he's been a great leader. He, he talks a lot. Guys like him. They rally to him. And... I think he's played some pretty good football, but he's a hot button guy. Like that name really triggers some people. Kendall just so texted I, saying people just like to hate on likable guys. I hope he has a good year because I, I I'm rooting for him. I feel like he's been picked on. Maybe some on his own doing. Maybe his play, you know, has not been up to what some people wanted at times. But I feel like he's been overly picked on in his time here. And I hope he has a really good year. Several coming in now saying this goes back to his LSU performance in the Peach Bowl. Hey, People have a beef with Broyles over LSU. Uh, yeah, five or six of those have just popped up on my screen here. So LSU bowl game ties. Uh, okay. How many people did not play well in that game? <laughs> I was going to say you could be mad at the whole team. How, oh, that was a long time ago, Teach. That was before the pandemic. Let's give room for guys to improve. It's college for Pete's sake. Jiminy Christmas. We'll take a break. Zach Schmidt, by the way, named the starting kicker. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group. He brings you this hour of the T-Row on the morning show. Ask him about his $8.99 listing fee. That's it. No hidden fees. $8.99. That's all he'll charge you on a listing fee. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Annie in Midwest City says, Toby, I forgot to tell you last night that I got the stickers from Red Bubble. They have lots of OU stickers. If you are interested in more of them, last night was awesome. Oh, very cool. Thank you. Annie, is that what she said the name Annie was? Annie in Midwest City, yes. Annie brought me some stickers last night. Uh, uh, one of them was Win Column Sooners, uh, which, by the way, if you could send me the uh, name, I'm going to uh, send over a uh, cease and desist letter to them uh, or a bill probably tj to stop making stickers with my phrases on it <laughs> i'm just kidding annie thank you for the stickers i thought it was very cool <laughs> was she like rewarding you for being a good boy like what <laughs> you get she said she came stickers. up 
during a commercial break, and she said she's big into stickers, and she brought me a couple of stickers. Huh. And one of, one of them was the state of Oklahoma. I don't have it in front of me. It had a saying on it. And the other one said, win column Sooners. Do you remember the uh, sticker books when we were kids? Like you would collect oh, yeah. stickers and put them in your sticker book. Do they well, still have those now? I don't, I don't mm. think Bronx ever had one of those. I, I think everything kids do these days is on their phones. It's I don't probably think just physical digital. Don't, don't yeah. get me started on the phones. Don't get me started after yesterday. <laughs> Uh, oh, something happened yesterday? I'm just in the pickup line at middle school, and I see all these kids flooding out of the school, and every single one of them had their phone out, facing their phone, no one interacting with one another. It just drove me crazy. just wanted to scream out the window at them with the phone in your pocket. Like, what are you pulling a phone out in seventh grade for? Like, who are you texting at this point? <laughs> Mom's in the pickup line. Just stand here and wait, Okay. Checking the TikToks and the uh, Square Faces and the uh, chat. You're 11. Stop. Uh, ease up on the ESPN Plus is great. I live in Northeast Oklahoma. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is a long text. I live in Northeast Oklahoma and try to make it to two or three coaches shows a year. I was super excited. I can now watch it versus listening or trying to find it by other means. I paused the huddle last night and had to watch it delayed. After the huddle ended, I went to find the coach's show, which had also ended, and the next available time to view it isn't until Wednesday. I'm sure glad I'm paying 10 bucks a month and cannot record nor view contact true. whenever I want. Uh, I, Answer I his question. Know. Answer his question. Oh, I, I, I can't without looking at the television, but I watched when I got home last night. I them immediately. Like, I, I got home last night. I turned on the huddle and Sooner Sports Talk just to see, you know, kind of what it looked like visually and how it, you know. That was my understanding that that's how it works, definitely. So, so if yeah. you go to the Sooner Vision channel on ESPN+, Plus, not only does it have live and upcoming events, but you can watch what's already happened. They archive them all there. I think they're only on there for, you know, a a week or 72 hours or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, no, imme immediately you can watch what just happened. I did it. I did it. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.